Thank you, Brother Parrish, and thank you to all of you that have made my wife and I feel very, very welcome in this district. And uh, I really do feel a kindred spirit. Of course, we know that that's the Holy Ghost, but uh, I just like what you do and how you do it, and uh, reminds me of home, and that is a wonderful thing. I was just thinking here on the platform that in heaven, if uh, we all camp out in a circle, and if we do so by states or whatever and countries and all that, I, I hope that Alaska and Wisconsin are close together. Amen. Praise God. And I certainly, Brother Parrish, thank you for the kind invitation and to Brother Bradbury and to the district board. And uh, Brother and Sister Blackshear, I want to say again, thank you for your hospitality. Amen. I met Brother Blackshear the first time where you were on the same Ethiopian team when we went to Ethiopia. And uh, it was a life-changing experience. It really was. It was a life-changing experience, and, and I thank God for that. That's been about 17 years ago, but uh, we're thankful for them. And then for the J.R. Blackshear, thank you, my good friend, amen, former pastor in Wisconsin, and uh, we love the Blackshears, and uh, praise God, and always look forward to seeing him at general board meetings, and and certainly the Wagners, praise God for the Wagners, and amen. We were on the Urshan Graduate School Board at the beginning, that together, and, and so just a lot of good people up here. Matter of fact, are we sure this is over tonight? Because that gift basket that we had in our room, I was sure that was a three-week gift basket. Thank you, whoever did that was very, very awesome, still awesome, but we have weeded our way through it, and uh, chip by chip, amen. And certainly, I do want to say thank you to Brother Nelson for the awesome devotion yesterday morning. It's really true, Brother Nelson, we can't do it. We just cannot do it. It is God. And then, of course, the great service last night, Brother Springer. Amen. Amen. Pastor, I magnify your office. That was very, very good. Very heart-wrenching. Amen. And then this morning, Brother Bagwell, what a tremendous devotion this morning. Matter of fact, I got him back. I said, hey, you just preached this evening's message. So uh, he said I could have my Bible back. And, uh, and then uh, the Blackshirt did such a great job with communion. And then today, this afternoon, uh, I, I'm very grateful that my sweetheart's here. But... Uh, and I'm thankful to you ladies. I, I'm hoping she was a great blessing to you. And uh, that God would use her. She's been working on me for 45 years. So, uh, but, uh, and brethren, I just want to say to those that were here today, what a great presence of God that swept through here. 
Amen. If you have your Bibles tonight, I'd like for you to turn to the book of Proverbs chapter 18. And then in the New Testament, Matthew chapter 28. And then Hebrews chapter 7. And Brother Parrish, I do thank you for the very comfortable room, the meals, the fellowship, everything that goes into just being honored to be here. Amen. In the 24th verse of Proverbs 18, it says, A man that hath friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend, thank God, that sticketh closer. I said that sticketh closer than a brother. Jesus speaking in Matthew chapter 28, verse 20, says, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews writes in chapter 7 and verse 25, Wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth, he ever liveth to make intercession for them. You're hearing tonight, it's not going to be earth-shattering, but I'm just expecting. I know I look like I'm expecting, but I'm just really expecting. I want to speak to you tonight on, for this present moment, for this present moment, would you put your Bibles down? Would you lift up your hands? Would you lift up your voices? Father, in the power of the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, that you would have your way. God, this is your church. These are your people. God, I pray, God, for your will. Lord, God, that Putnam is out of the way and that you would have your way. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We praise you. We give you all praise and all honor and all glory. And, God, we ask it all in the powerful name. None other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. At the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said in Jesus' name. Amen. Turn to your neighbors, smile real big, look them in the eye, shake their hand, and say for this present moment. Amen. For this present moment. You may be seated.
And these three verses of Scripture that we've just read, there are three key phases, phrases mentioned. The first one, it says he sticks closer. He does stick closer. I can remember a time in Germany. Matter of fact, it was right after I found out that we were going to have to come home from Germany. And it was an unexpected thing, and you don't want to hear the whole deal. So, But I was depressed. I mean, that was the first church I ever pastored. We saw over 125 receive the Holy Ghost and baptized 123. And, and, uh, and all of a sudden, Brother Parrish is going to have to be ripped away from the place. I went to the chapel. We were able to have our service in a military base. And, and uh, I went there at 4 in the morning and I was just pacing the floor. Say, God, I don't understand. I don't know, God, where our future is. And, and God, I just, my heart is ripped out of me. And I just felt so alone. Until one of the paces, I turned around. And I felt an arm come over my shoulder. To the point that I went like this. Because he sticks closer than a brother. The second point is he will always be with us. Always. And thirdly, he, will, he ever lives to make intercession for us. Hebrews 13 and 5 says, Let your conversation, which means lifestyle, be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Church, our Lord Jesus Christ is with us. I don't think you heard me. Our Lord Jesus Christ is with us. He will never leave us. He sticks closer than a brother. Amen. I'm telling you, he will always be with us. And he ever lives to make intercession for us. Even when we do wrong and what we've done wrong, our God is with us. He's with you. Hallelujah. You and I live in a very busy paced social arena. Busy, busy, busy. I even told somebody here, I said, you know, we don't have to worry about the devil wearing us out. We're doing a pretty good job on our own. Appointments, time clocks, alarms, Deadlines, phones, <laughs> how many of you have one of these things? Anybody like mine? <laughs> I never hear the phone ring on this thing. I never recognize the ring. 
And that was bothering me. So I finally found one that I really did get the attention. And it was, it's dun, 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 dun. And I was getting on an airplane, and my phone went off just as I was stepping across the threshold, uh, amen, onto the plane. And my phone went off, uh, and uh, I have it on loud because I don't hear very well. And, and all of a sudden, the steward and the stewardess went. <laughs> and I thought, you know what, Brother Blackshirt, I can't miss this moment. I jerked that phone out of my pocket, and I said, Barack, I told you I cannot talk to you today. They saluted me coming and going. <laughs> Deadlines, quotas. Time seems to pass through our grasp like sand through an hourglass. We can't control it. We can't stop it. But we all need, but what we all need to do is to learn to savor it. Here we are already, two months of this year are about complete. 2017 has come, and soon it will be gone before we know it. And I don't know about you, but it seems to me that it was just like yesterday that we were celebrating its beginning. I know in my own life, I have sensed that time has accelerated. Pedal to the metal. Ever since I said goodbye to my college days, where is time gone? I have a grandson that his birthday is two days after mine. And when he turned six, I turned 60. And he came up to his nana and I, and he said, Papa, I get it. I'm six, and you're 60. Next year, I'll be seven, and you'll be 70. <laughs> and I said, uh, Ethan, you're putting Papa right out of the picture. <laughs> the increments of time haven't changed. Time's measurements are not any shorter than they used to be. The measurements of time are the same for every hour, minute, and second. The problem has been, I just haven't savored the time. The dictionary defines savor in this sense as to appreciate fully, enjoy or relish. For me, it seems as if it was just yesterday. It was college and, and, and then marriage and then, then came our children and, and then it was bottles and diapers and, and car, little car seats and pacifiers. And, and yet when I look back and I wonder, I'm thinking, what happened so quickly? Am I the only one that feels that way? For then it suddenly was the kids' high school days. 
and driver's license. Thank God that's over with. And then it was college for them and then marriage for them. And now here I am with six grandchildren. And I'm now witnessing the process happen all over again through our own children's children. Where has time gone? I once saw a Father's Day card that was given to a close minister friend of mine. We were at his house and I saw the card on the mantle of his fireplace and it was given to him by his children. The card was very simple. It had a picture of a single rose and pictured on the front with a simple printed message on the inside that read, Dad, take time to smell the roses. Brothers and sisters in Christ, days come and days go, never to be returned, never to be relived again. And if we don't cherish the preciousness of the moment, we are destined to lose it forever. This message this evening is simple. It is not profound. It is not theologically deep. It is simply this. We all need to grasp the importance of the present. This present moment. Life is full of special moments that can make a profound difference in each and every one of our lives. This afternoon we talked about the importance of testimonies. It's just those moments. Who would have ever thought, uh, amen, that uh, Rosa Parks, uh, amen, in her episode by not giving up her seat uh, to a white Caucasian uh, and decided to sit down as a, a, an African-American on a southern bus, uh, amen, would be the ending defeat of communism years later. So how did that happen? Well, Lech Walesa, amen, the, the, the leader of Poland, uh, amen, in War, Warsaw, he was the one that stood against uh, the communist aggression, uh, amen, and was destined for democracy. Uh, and they asked him, uh, they said, so what influenced you uh, to make the stand for democracy? He said, I was influenced uh, by a black man uh, in the United States called Martin Luther King Jr. And then he said, uh, and Martin Luther King Jr. was influenced uh, by Rosa Parks. Uh, amen. I'm telling you, in that present moment, uh, by her action, uh, bless God, she would have never dreamed what was about to take place in the future. For my wife and I as young college students, it was the moment that we made the decision to go to a prayer meeting. She was coming down to visit me for the weekend. My cousin had invited me to this prayer meeting. Folks, in those days, that's the last place you would have found us on a Saturday night. 
I thought, sure. You know, I even said it flippantly. I said, honey, how would you like to go to a prayer meeting tomorrow night? She said, yeah. I almost fainted. We went to that prayer meeting. We were there for seven hours. I thought eternity had begun. But it was about one o'clock in the morning, uh, and I looked at her and I said, Honey, I don't know about you, but whatever these people have, uh, that's what I need. And she and I both uh, received the baptism uh, of the Holy Ghost uh, at that prayer meeting uh, on January the 16th, uh, 1971. It was a present moment. that moment turned into going on 47 years. Just this last summer in August, we were very kindly invited to the Tabernacle of Joy in Singapore. Brother and Sister Lee, tremendous people. We got there the night before and we were there at breakfast. I don't know how you all do it, but you know, we Always hold hands and pray over our food. Do it at home. Do it any place we're at. We grabbed hands and thank God for the safe journey. Thank God for the food. We started eating in about three or four minutes. This young lady that was sitting with two other young ladies got up and came over to our table. And she said, she said I, I, I couldn't help but not see that you prayed for your meal. She said, I'm from Bombay, India. She said, I'm a believer too. And I said, praise God. She says, she says we're here. I, here and my friends are here because the bank that I work for in Bombay has sent us here three months for training. And she says, uh, she says, by any chance, do you know of any church that I might attend? I said, well, let me think about it. You know, I've never been here before. No, that's not true. The present moment. I told her, Helen, this Sunday we're going to be, there's, we're doing a marriage retreat, but this Sunday we're going to be preaching there, and we'd be honored that you would come. We got the information, and Timothy Lee contacted her, and sure enough, uh, amen, that was her first day. She said that her, her pastor was her uncle uh, back in Bombay, uh, and she told us that she had the baptism of the Holy Ghost, uh, amen, uh, and uh, she didn't really look like us, uh, but praise God, uh, and she came, and that Sunday, the presence of God, uh, that present moment, uh, all of a sudden moved over. Over her, and all of a sudden she was just worshiping God. 
That was in August. In October, we get a video from Brother Lee, and she's being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of her sins. Amen. And she goes back to Bombay, and she tells her uncle about the oneness of God and the holiness of God, and he baptized his whole church in Jesus name for that present moment that can and does make the difference in our lives direction we have all sang the songs when we all get to heaven you sing that around here don't you in the sweet by and by. And what a day that will be. All those are good and wonderful songs. But wait just a minute. What time is it right now? Jesus Christ, brethren, sisters, has got to be more to us than just tomorrow's help and yesterday's eraser. He's our close friend right now. He's sticking with us right now. Jesus is here right now. Reach out and touch him. Jesus is here right now. Help to receive. Jesus is standing near, ready our hearts to cheer. Jesus is here right now. Only believe. For this present moment, he is. It's what Hebrews tells us. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that. That he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I have to admit I'm in the midst of a group of people tonight that I know that are diligently seek him. And that's with confidence on the word of God that he is your rewarder. And that he's not tomorrow or he's not just yesterday. But he is right now whatever we have need of for this present moment. this present moment we can savor his presence we can make the best we can make the best of this time regardless of the troubles that we're facing regardless of the circumstances that are all around us regardless of the problems that would try to steal our joy and our strength regardless of the devil the enemy of our soul trying to destroy our faith and joy in serving almighty God do you realize church that there will never be a meeting there will never be a service just like this one And it has nothing to do about me preaching. It's just that every service is unique. Every service, God already knows who and where that somebody's going to go home tonight different than how they came.
oh, sure, there'll be other services, there'll be other gatherings, and, but each will be unique in themselves. There will never be another service exactly like this present moment. God is present right now at this very moment. Just you and God. Savor it. Cherish it. Because somebody is going to go home different. Why? Because they will purposely savor this present moment with Jesus. Martha, the sister of Lazarus in Scripture, could only see the God of tomorrow and the God of yesterday. But she had a rough time in savoring the present moments of the God that was standing right in front of her. The apostles walked with Jesus three and one half years. And they witnessed healings and miracles, which he did. But when Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And whither I go, you know, and the way, you know. And Thomas, he pipes up and he says, Lord, we know not whither thou goest and how can we know the way and Jesus said unto him I am the way the truth and the life no man cometh unto the father but by me if you had known me three and a half years if ye had known me you should have known my father also and from henceforth you know him and have seen him. And now Philip pipes up and says, Lord, show us the Father. And it satisfies us. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you? And yet hast thou not known me, Philip? Think about that. He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? I believe that all of us need to sincerely answer this question. Are you ready for the quiz? What are you seeking? His presence or his presence? His P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S, gifts, or his presence, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. We all know that he's a great gift giver. His presence are many and varied. Jesus has given every one of us tremendous presence, such as life 
itself, the gift of life. He has given us his bountiful harvest in giving us food. He has given us the gift of protection in providing a roof over our head, our dwelling place. He has given us the gift of warmth and respect by his gift of clothing. He has given us his gifts of authority in giving us apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers that assist us in our journey to glory. He has also given us all sorts of ministries ministry gifts. But as Brother Springer spoke last evening, our first love experience was not in just wanting his presence, his gifts. But it was receiving the simplicity of receiving him. His presence. Not one of us will ever forget that initial encounter. Matter of fact, whoever you are in here and have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, if that building or that place is still in existence, you could go to the very spot, amen, where you had a precious moment encounter with deity and God has changed your life forever because when we received him, his spirit came into our lives. Why? Because we waited enough and praised him and we savored that present moment and that is why the best gift that we could ever receive is him hallelujah hallelujah I hope to God in the apostolic church that the Holy Ghost never becomes just old hat and we just go through the motions and we just go through, amen, the rituals of Pentecost. But it's got to be alive at present moment every day of our being. There's nothing worth more that could ever come close. Nothing can compare. You're our living hope. You're our pr- your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone. Your presence, Lord. The psalmist wrote, Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness. Is fullness of joy. And then at his right hand, that's where the provisions are. At his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore but it's that present moment the Greeks that came to Philip said it best sir we would see Jesus church it's being in his presence that makes a Pentecostal church a Pentecostal church it is his presence 
that changed your and my life forever. Jesus was invited to dinner. He was invited to Lazarus' house with his sisters Mary and Martha. I know how my wife is when we're getting a guest, let alone Almighty God in flesh. Brother Nelson, I, I just got to think that Martha... She just wanted everything just to be just right. You know, the, the napkins just folded right. And, you know, the forks on the right side. and The knife and the spoon on the right side. And, and the right plates. And she's doing all the cooking. And here comes Jesus and Mary. She doesn't set one setting. She's not ready to serve one bowl. For wherever Jesus sat, there was Mary. Now, ladies, I'm married to one. And I know at times how frustrating it can be when they need our help. Somebody say amen. And all of a sudden, Martha says, Lord, don't you care? I've been doing all this work. And look at my, I'm paraphrasing, and look at my sister. She's doing nothing. Could it be pastors? Could it be ministers? Could it be ministers' wives that we get so busy? with everything that goes on in the church house that we ourselves forget that Jesus said to Martha Martha, Martha you are encumbered about with many things but Mary Mary hath chosen that which will not be taken away from her. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Mary understood the precious moment. I would like for every pastor and every spouse, if your spouse is here, I want you to come up anyways, but if your spouse is with you, I want you all to come up as couples tonight around this altar. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
All the ministers, all licensed ministers. Come on. Come on. Would you just close your eyes? For once, there's no pressure. Nobody's just watching you to see what you do. But you have an opportunity. You have a choice. Just you and Jesus. Just you and Jesus. Brethren, I admonish you in these closing few minutes of this service. Jesus is here right now. His word states that where two or three are gathered in his name, he is in the midst of them. And he said, I will never leave you. He ever lives to make intercession for us. Brethren, grasp hold of this present moment. Put your arm around your bride. Amen. Or put your arm around your husband. Just you as one and your God. He is more than just an experience. He is God. He is more than a feeling. He is God. Jesus gave a parable of the prodigal. The preciousness of that moment with the father engaged with his son that came home. Church, we're at home this evening. We're sitting together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Why don't you take time right now to smell the fragrance of the rose of Sharon. This present moment is yours to cherish. Perhaps this is the moment that you've been hoping for, for your healing, for your answer to a difficult situation. Abba Father has his arms opened wide, ready for you and I to grasp him right now. Reach out and touch him. Embrace his goodness. Drink in his presence and let his love refresh and make you ever win whole. This is the time. This is the place. Hallelujah.